A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mean. Sean, how are you? Uh, like a deer in headlights? Is that is that is that a good answer? <laughs> Normally you have a bit of some sort. Oh no, the entire intro there I was acting like a deer looking into some oh. headlights. It was a visual oh, bit. Yeah, a visual bit on an audio platform. That is an interesting concept nobody has really explored here. Well, if you follow our Instagram, you'll see a lovely photo of me <laughs> pretending to be a deer looking at some headlights. Won't you they, You won't. I guarantee, I guarantee you won't. Uh, no, but I'm good. How are you? Um, I'm not doing the best, as today has been a bit of a sad day um, for me personally. Um, I was actually at a funeral earlier on today, so not in anything to do with the global bastard or pandemic, but um, one of my childhood friends actually passed away during the week uh, due to cancer, and we were just organising that. But I was telling you an interesting story before we started recording, and this is um, my friend Alan. Uh, he's actually the reason why I got into radio in the first place, which is why this is quite pointed. That we're doing this show. You have told me I don't need to do it, but I'm here to talk weird news. Okay, and look, that's what we're going to do today. And Yeah, uh, and as I said, we he's the reason why I got into radio, due, due to the fact that um, me and him actually recorded my very first fake radio show <laughs> together. Uh, that was an hour long. We recorded it on our Sony Ericsson's. And um, we used LimeWire to play the music in between the segments. And so he would do a funny voice. I'm, assure, I'm sure probably quite, I don't know, um, offensive to many cultures. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, English, well, you were kids. French, <laughs> English, French, German. We covered everything. And it was all cliche as fake. But all those people would always ask for a different song. And so we would then use LimeWire to give his computer lots of viruses. But that's actually... The, that's the reason why I uh, fell in love with radio and media. So I just thought it is quite interesting that, like, f- even today, I was like, oh, I have to do a podcast. And so it all kind of comes back to why am I doing the podcast? It's a weird thing. It's weird. It circles time and clocks and yeah. all that. 
Yeah, so I'm. Let's just say this one. I'm still thinking of you, Alan. But we're going to go into this week's weird news, Sean, because it's something to think about, something to get our minds off the sadness and the shit of the world. Absolutely, and let's let's mm. hear the first one, which, as we all know, is always our best story. <laughs> See what you've done there is you've raised the bar too high, Sean. Oh, sorry, this is the worst story we've ever done. <laughs> Normally, we start shit. And we work our way to mediocre. <laughs> but this week, we're starting with Stamford Man stabbed in buttocks over a game of chess. This is interesting. Yes. Now, <laughs> because we've had a story on the show before of a woman who hid a knife in her arse. And in many ways, yes. this is the exact opposite of that story. <laughs> He didn't hide it at all. In fact, it was in plain sight. He was like a wasp. <laughs> wait, 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 they put the handle up and the stinger was sticking out. No, I think it's a poor stabbing job if you go handle first. I just think in terms of logistics, you gotta go pointy end. <laughs> you, just, you, you overthink it, you panic, and you grab the knife upside down. <laughs> Ow, my hand! Ah! Shit! Um, this is harder than it looks, guys. Oh, I'm, not, I'm in the room with nobody. I've just stabbed him. I've just uh, he's 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 just been stabbed in the arse over a game of chess, which is worrying. Yes, chess is not yeah. one of those sports that incites a lot of rage in people. That's why this one stood out to me because an argument over a chess game resulted in one man being stabbed in the buttocks, but no arrests have been made in the case. Police say. Sergeant Kenneth Jarrett, which is a good policeman name, said police were called to an apartment in Mohawk Court on a report of an assault after 5am on Saturday. Late night chess or early morning like, chess. Who, who's playing chess at 3 o'clock in the morning? I don't know. Is like Yeah. It has to be a drunk thing, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, but yeah, and that probably would lead to a lot of anger when you lose. The, well, I would never lose, first of all, but... <laughs> I understand what you mean. Sorry, for the mere mortals amongst us, when you lose a game of chess. Uh, Yeah, like, I would never, even if I did, heaven forbid, ever lose a game of chess, I would never resort to... It's not even joke. No, 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 don't don't tarnish my (laughs) reputation, but I would never resort to the blade. (laughs) I only do that for drafts. That's all I resulted that now. Didn't we discuss so, drafts earlier in the week? We did. You loved them I love for them. some reason. <laughs> King me, you say all the time. <laughs> Whenever you go get coffee at a coffee shop, King me, he wants cream. He just wants cream in the coffee. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, so the 51-year-old victim said he knew only the first name of the man who stabbed him. Cher. No, he doesn't say that. <laughs> and refused to give police any more information. Oh, there's a man who wants to settle the score. I, I just have Johnny tight lips in my mind. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> Johnny, what do you want me to tell your mother? Tell her to go suck a lemon. <laughs> um, so... When deputies pushed, to, or pushed him on this, he continued to stare out the window without responding for several minutes. <laughs> I don't know, who did it? Go on, just tell us. Just stare out the window. Seems they were at a bit of a stalemate, weren't they, Connor? <laughs> yes. No, I'm not giving you that. That was good. You're, you're, you're out there somewhere, beer baron, <laughs> staring out the window. <laughs> No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I 
mean, sorry, Chess Baron. Um, it took the order of the apartment to give some context, stating that the fight occurred as one of the men accused the victim of cheating and not knowing the rules. Oh, like, even still, not a justification for a knife in the arse. Well, maybe this might change your mind because he also stated um, that the man who stabbed him was accused him of doing all sorts of illegal shit during the game. And so that's pretty strong words. Ill- illegal in the world of competitive chess or... Yes. In oh. my head, he's like picking up pieces and just going, beep, beep, beep. Oh, I win. Yeah, oh. <laughs> Somehow. Oh no, my knight has a shield. You can't hit him. <laughs> Force field. You didn't play your force field trap card, but I've brought my Yu-Gi-Oh cards here. And let me tell you, you are in for a world of pot of greed. (laughs) That is a very niche joke. (laughs) Not many people are going to get that one. It lets you draw two cards. It made no sense. (laughs) It made no sense at all. Um, Why would I need to draw two more? I've already drawn one. I've already got the heart of the cards here. (laughs) <laughs> I wish Heart of the Cards was actually a mechanic in Yu-Gi-Oh somehow. <laughs> anyone doesn't know, Yu-Gi-Oh won most games by just believing. And I think that's a good message to kids, but also terribly irresponsible if you want to be a winner. That's true. There was one time he won, though, by stabbing the moon. and Did he? Yeah, in the uh, Jewelous <laughs> Island arc. Um <laughs> There. Sorry, you know that off the top of your head. Oh, the, f- it's like episode six. Oh. <laughs> Everyone knows that. <laughs> I have to search. I have to question you for hours on Movie Mondays for any comic, comic book knowledge. <laughs> but he knows Yu-Gi-Oh episodes off the top of his dome. <laughs> okay, look, he made an illegal stab the moon move. And so <laughs> that stuck did with me as a moon kid. In, did, did he stab the moon in the arse? Uh, it's hard to say it is a moon after all but yeah. uh, showing your arse is also called mooning so in a way oh, tied into in this story <laughs> this led apparently so the man said he was doing all sorts of illegal shit during the game this led to several small arguments breaking out until eventually they came to blows after the victim was stabbed the attacker then ran out of the apartment taking his chest pieces with him and <laughs> fled the scene <laughs> They're carved from solid ivory. <laughs> Surely all chess pieces are the same. How much do you have to love chess to be like, well, if I get them, if I get a new fucking team on this one, we're gonna win more. Well, like I'm, I, I totally get what you're saying. Like they're just representations of moves you can make in a game. But I wonder what's the most expensive chess set you can buy. Uh, made of marble, maybe. Marble's a good shout. That's like Mm. a level of uh, opulence. Uh, I mean, if I was going to do it, I would just camouflage my queen. What do you mean? (laughs) Like, (laughs) army camo your queen? I mean army camo, yes. Army camo my queen and then play in the forest. I'll only play you in the jungle. (laughs) Like Predator. (laughs) (laughs) That's the deleted scene with Arnie and the Predator. Damn it. He falls I didn't out see her. The board. <laughs> he comes up. All right, I've got you now. Drops the machine gun. Pulls out the table. I've got you now. <laughs> Mentally. I've uh, I found a website and it's people. T- it's a chess forum. It's chess.com. And okay. 
they're talking about the most expensive chess set, right? So there's all this description about, like, it's 9.8 million US dollars. Uh, what? The king piece alone has 146 diamonds and 73 rubies, uh, all set into 165 grams of 18 karat gold. And after all right. this, the top comment, like, the a comment immediately after it is, I don't like the horse in the picture. <laughs> You put that much work in and someone's like, the horse is a grip. Horse is weird. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck, how do we slip off this bat? Oh, we can't go back. Can we? No, horses can only go up and to the right tree. Fuck. <laughs> oh no, shaped like an L. <laughs> um, so he was doing all sorts of illegal shit. Is that enough? For the fight to break out and then to stab him in the arse. Was it accidental to stab him in the arse? Or did he subtly put a knife on this man's chair? As in he stood up to, like, click yeah. the chess clock, because they're professionals. Yeah. And then yeah. he slyly puts a knife just directly <laughs> vertical on the chair. <laughs> just standing there. No help. That knife is just, it's just gravity and hope keeping it up. Who brings a knife to a game of chess? I think you have to really love chess. Or, it says he was stabbed in the buttocks. It doesn't say what. So maybe he brought like a compass? Maybe he was doing some sort of measurements of the chessboard? Could have been the bishop. That's a spiky piece. No, I don't know if that's spiky enough. You need something to pierce skin. Ooh. uh, A knife? No. (laughs) Oh, that's the same thing again. (laughs) Let's go back to the drawing board. Like, yeah, maybe he was just stabbed with a pen that they used to note down how many times they'd won around. Maybe. So nobody wanted to say anything, said Kenneth Jarrett. Um, they were playing chess. They got into a small argument and somehow the victim got stabbed in the butt. The somehow of all that, I think, is the most important bit, really. It's a, it's a very hand-wavy way of saying... <laughs> he got into a fight, etc, etc. I won't bore you with the details. A man has been stabbed in between that bit. There's, there's a key bit of information missing there. <laughs> but how was he stabbed? I won't deny you, lads. You'll only just... You'll think less of me if I tell you. It'll be ridiculous. It's like, I won't lie to you, officer. And then he just shuts up forever. <laughs> I won't lie to you. I'll talk to you so I'll talk to you later, so fair play to you. Go so, on so they haven't caught the man responsible yet. They, but He fled. He fled and then the victim knows just his first name. He knows just this is a mystery, really, when you think of it. And uh, like he spelled out his address in all of his previous chess moves, I bet. Yeah. It is not known what he was stabbed with, but it apparently wasn't big enough to warrant him telling the police who did it. A tiny knife? <laughs> you See, yeah. Everyone knows you bring your little tiny knife pocket. So, oh, yep, there you go now. It just fits in that little weird tiny pocket of your jeans. and then If you're putting a knife in your pocket, do you go pointy end in first or pointy end in last? Is a folding knife an option? A folding knife, of course. <laughs> <laughs> the strongest of the knives. The folding knife. <laughs> Um, I think I'd put the if it was like a a a, a big old knife, I'd put the mm. spiky side down. I think spiky side down. Yeah. Mm. No, that's a I, that's a bold call. 
it would destroy the pocket, I'll say it to you. But, but if, it's in your, if it's in your back pocket, though, and it's pointy side up, and you fall over like a turtle, it's game over. I do that once a day, at least. <laughs> Every time I fall down the stairs, I can't get up again. <laughs> I have to assemble all of the local school children, and they pull me over with ropes. <laughs> And in this time, with no social distancing, people are not happy. But you keep trying to go upstairs. You just, just love it. I just love the climb. <laughs> the alarm goes off in the school and they think, it's home time. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're not going to your home, little Timmy. I need you for a mission. <laughs> um, my last thought on this is... I, this whole time I've been imagining these two men as Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. Oh yes, of course. And so I like the idea yeah. that Ian McKellen used magnet powers to stab him in the arse. So we've solved it. You can you don't have to tank us, police. But we have solved the fact that one of these, the man in question, the, the not the victim, the assault-er. I was going to say assaulty, assault-er. You could say assailant. He was either. Magneto. <laughs> He like it's just me looking at a movie poster and saying that's your culprit, officer. <laughs> now, if you don't if you don't mind, I have to go home and lie down on my back. <laughs> oh, no. I'll be back soon. <laughs> um, so, moving on to our next piece of news, and this is a case, Sean, of a classic piece of. I think somebody has been accused of something they definitely didn't do, and I know for a fact they didn't do it because I'm I'm with them. He's told me he didn't do it, and I'm with him. But maybe the cynical among us will say that they did. I think because he did. Because I have. <clears throat> okay, <laughs> wait till you hear the facts. You might change your mind. So, politician stuffed £4,500 in his underpants he was wearing during raid by anti-corruption police. <clears throat> what? <laughs> now, yes. Okay, so what this story is, you're trying to defend a man who, when... Police were coming for him, stuffed yeah. literal cash into his pants. Yeah, but sir, how did he know he stuffed it in there? What if somebody else accidentally stuffed it in there? Did you pack this suitcase yourself, sir? No, he didn't pack his own underwear that day. What happens then? But if, if you tell the airport you didn't pack your own suitcase, they search your suitcase, Connor. <laughs> yeah. And he, this man didn't pack his own underwear. And he didn't know. You know how it is when you pull on a piece of underwear, you don't see all the 50s in the back. Maybe you don't see them. And in the front, wherever I, you have them. I, 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 don't, I don't keep cash in my underwear. I uh, keep all my cash in my underwear. <laughs> all those gold coins. <laughs> <laughs> they weigh me down. God, if I fall into a river, I am done. I will say that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you're, just, you're just like they're clawing to get up, and then we're all shouting at you from like, the riverbank, just being like, "Take the coins yeah. out!" <laughs> yeah, and I'm like taking off my shoes. <laughs> Quick, let me unload some weight. <laughs> yeah, you're emptying your pockets of all those feathers you carry. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, take my heavy feathers, Cutter, Your bags are full of gold coins. I need them for the swim. <laughs> what if I need to cross the river sticks? <laughs> I need them for the buoyancy. You're like, they don't have any. <laughs> you're not a life preserver, Connor. 
Um, so a key ally of Brazil's president has been arrested after anti-corruption officers discovered a wad of banknotes in his underpants he was wearing. Um, police, police initially found 10,000 reis? How do you pronounce the Brazilian currency? Uh, Rios. Yeah, Rios. It's one thousand three hundred eighty pounds, and they also found four thousand more or four thousand pounds inside a safe in Senator Chico Rodriguez's house during a search on Wednesday. He then asked if he could go to the bathroom, Sean. Oh, and according to the police report, an officer noticed a large rectangular bulge under the senator's shorts as he walked off. My he mind. really loves either he really loves raids or the bathroom. Uh, why not both? You know, <laughs> bit of excitement, both? bit of calm. <laughs> Ooh, coming to get me! Oh, it's a raid. <laughs> he's like playing hard to get they have like a gun pointed on his face while he's lying on the ground <laughs> he's just like he's loving it no, no for fuck's sake this is a raid ooh no don't arrest me in his spare time he pays for fake raids <laughs> so found inside his underwear near his buttocks were stacks of money that totaled 2,000 pounds the report stated when asked a further three times whether he had any additional cash stored in his underpants, the senator said no, repeatedly, then said he didn't know how that cash got there. Then the senator angrily gave up and shoved his hand into his underwear to retrieve more stacks of bills, totaling a further £2,500. <laughs> and, and lo, there were no more bills, for he had pulled out his cock. <laughs> Let me give you this! <laughs> um, a subsequent search, they then searched him again and they found another £35 in his arse crack. <laughs> he was trying to hold on to one little bit. He just seriously, just 30 quid. Let me just leave here with some dignity. It's for the taxi home. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you're not going home in a taxi. Ah, no, I need it though. It is a long drive. I like to get. I like to give a five euro tip. You know yourself. Like the the idea that like they're like, is there money in your underwear? No. Is there money in your underwear? No. Is now don't lie to me. No, there's not. Obviously, there's not. And then like ten seconds pass. Fine. So there is. And he pulls it out, and then he tries to sneak another thirty five quid in his arse crack. Yeah, <laughs> the, um, and that's like uh, I'm assuming it's like a vending machine that the note goes in and then it's a little crumpled and so it gets popped back no, out. Again. No, he has his arm straight out in front of him, but you just push his arm down, and then the money comes out of his arse, <laughs> like a slot machine. Like a slot machine, yeah. <laughs> oh, three cherries! We're in for it now, lads. Fuck it out. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> um, so Rodriguez, who um, it has now been suspended, he was targeted as part of an investigation into the alleged misappropriation of funds uh, that were there for a certain thing called COVID-19. Does anyone know what that is? That's my uh, new folk punk album. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that would fly off the shelves. <laughs> Thank People you. People walking past like, fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm releasing it on cassette. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for all of the Christmas ads this year that's going to be like, we're connecting you 
just with these with this piece of I don't know property. It's like a fucking. It'll be like a TV remote connecting you with your family during this difficult time. Oh, it will be that. And mm. fucking John Lewis Christmas ad this year is going to be shit. I'm calling it. <laughs> I'm going out with a limb. He's lost his edge. He's fucking gone to the dogs. Yeah, Lewis. <laughs> We're coming for you, Lewis. Everyone hates you. Everyone's always saying they don't like you. Yeah, especially at Christmas time. What What did they do last year? Did they do the trampoline last year? Was it the dragon? Or what? It might have been oh, the trampoline. No. no, trampoline I feel like it's a few years ago. Uh, yeah, that was... Uh, yeah, it's Little Dragon who he he's got he's sneezing, and so he yeah. sets fire to everything. So, uh, you know what? I forgot it. Do you know why, John? Because it was shit. Because it John, was shit. I'd look, I'd go back and go to the drawing board. No, because you've been absolutely slacking. It's no fucking trampoline. I'm telling you that much. That was the best <laughs> it ever got. That was the heyday. That was the peak. <laughs> and since then, it's been downhill. Been- <laughs> I've set up many a Reddit thread. Nobody seems to be subscribing, but I'm trying my best. <laughs> no one will watch it this year. I'm telling you. <laughs> my petition has up to five sightings. Huh? And I now, have six email you... addresses. <laughs> I ha- I didn't agree with it one time, but the other five I was signed on. <laughs> um, look, I'm not saying that... Uh, that John Lewis is gonna gonna drop the ball this <laughs> I Christmas. You were, I thought you were gonna talk about this story again, but no, we're still on John Lewis. Continue. Uh, look, no, look. <laughs> Let's get back to this story then. Yeah, I, I don't think that this man is a tall, innocent Connor, and you can't convince me otherwise because they caught well, him red-handed. Well, well, now all they have on him is that they walked in and he had illegal funds in his underwear. Technically. He couldn't have put... Maybe he didn't put them there. Maybe they were accidentally dropped. He fell over into a pile of money. How do you know? But Rodriguez said in a statement, and this is where he convinced me, my home was invaded for having done my job as a lawmaker, getting resources for the state to combat COVID-19. I believe in justice, and I will prove that I have nothing to do with any illicit act. Oh, wow. So he is fully, like, on the defensive here. Not guilty, your honour, is what he's going to say. <laughs> Would a guilty man stuff money into his trousers, your honour? <laughs> Would a guilty man give you a 30 from his arse right now, your honour? <laughs> Would he? I'll be honest, I don't know how much is left up there. <laughs> I was really far up, and I'm really worried. I'm feeling sick lately the last few days, I'll be perfectly honest with you. But at the same time, got a fiver for the taxi here. They said they'd drive me. I said, no, I have the funds, lads. Don't worry. Can I just uh, do the most elaborate setup to a shit joke I've ever done? Oh, is it going to be about... Okay, go on. So, uh, look, this man, he may be corrupt and stealing funds and what have you, but he's all about looking after the people, and that's his bottom dollar. That was a shit joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Mr. Bolsa- Bolsonaro won the Brazilian presidency in large part due to his vow to take on crime and corruption. But since then, his administration has been fairly full of crime and corruption. This reminds me of something. There are investigations underway to get this man. Maybe he's guilty, maybe he's not. But all we know for sure is they walked in and he decided... 
The only way to get away, away with this money is to stuff it down my underwear. But if they walk in and you're already doing illegal things, there's no way you're getting out of that room without them one checking you, doing a once-over on your whole body. Yeah, like if they found you snorting millions of lines of cocaine, mm. they're going to have another look for some cocaine. <laughs> he might have cocaine on him, just just so we check. Just, just and look... And, and and to play devil's advocate, yeah, they searched him for the money he had stuffed down his trousers. But that's a clear breach of COVID guidelines. <laughs> Which he was getting funds to try and stop. So really, when you think about it, he's innocent. Are we saying that? I'm just pointing at the police. Arrest these men. <laughs> <laughs> and the other police are like looking at him like, what? Arrest them! They have committed a crime! This is <laughs> my all, home! They all start handcuffing each other, except one guy gets stuck at the end, wearing half a handcuff. Aww! <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we're, I think we should move on from this corrupted governor, but I think he's innocent. I will, we'll keep you updated on if he gets committed, but at this point, he could have money under his armpits, he could have money anywhere, we just need to do a full check. Yeah, I'd just like to point out at this point that Connor's views do not represent the views of the Heroes for Hire podcast yeah. or anyone else involved yeah. in it, which, you know, is just me. But, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you let little kids into your home to lift you off this floor. No, I'm in the what? road at that point, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I'm in the road. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> um, so, moving on to our next new piece of news. And this is something actually... Now, we covered last week, in a way, um, but also something I'm worried that we've already covered on the show. So I'm going to need you to, I'm going to need you to use your brain to try and remember Backshaw, because I have Bungling Burglar, who left name and address at crime scene, is jailed. Vaguely, I remember this. But this is in England. But the one we had was in America, wasn't it? Yeah, that was last week, yes. So I was worried that we did this in, like, March. So he was arrested in March, but he's been finally jailed this week. Right, okay, okay. So, And they caught him, is what you're telling me. <laughs> they, they did catch him, yes. So Malcolm Pike, 43, broke into a garage at East Harrington in Sunderland and stole £150 of cleaning equipment. On the 6th of March. Sorry, is that As he was, is that money or weight is the pounds there? Um, £150 is money. Okay, perfect. Because otherwise I was thinking yeah. he was really strong. <laughs> he's, just, he's massive and he loves debt all. Um, so <laughs> he, he, was, he was making his getaway. Well, as he was making his getaway, he accidentally left behind a big bag which contained letters bearing both his name and his address on them. Oh, Malcolm, how could you do this? <laughs> to Malcolm, I hope you have a lovely Christmas. Um, this information helped lead police officers directly to his door, where the stolen equipment had been left out in the open on his porch. <laughs> Just rusting away. <laughs> Detective Sergeant Chris, Chris Smith said, Malcolm Pike is a prolific thief who has consistently proven a disregard for the law and the welfare of others. <laughs> how consistent does he have to be if this is how shoddy he is? <laughs> like, they look at a crime scene and just like, this has Malcolm's name written all over it. <laughs> <laughs> just, he's fucking painted in big bold writing on the wall. 
Malcolm was ear. 2K10 plus maybe 10. It's, maybe it's Banksy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, Banksy's getting laid out with handcuffs. I tell you, it was Malcolm again. I'm telling you. So, why why cleaning equipment? Why would you still clean? Like, is he... Because is, you said this happened back in March. This was right about the start of the global bastard. Yeah. So is he really trying to get rid of those germs? Really trying to get rid of them. And he's he stolen 150 pounds of cleaning equipment, which I can only assume is a mediocre level of cleaning equipment. I would say it's a sufficient amount for a household. Now, For a household, you'd, you, you'd need it for a few months. But at the same time, I wouldn't be like, this is the one I'm going to go down for. Oh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go down for the £150 of cleaning equipment, Connor. <laughs> no, at least steal £250 of cleaning equipment if you're going to go there. Yeah, this is where in for a penny, in for a pound really comes into things. <laughs> yeah. I, I just love when people get arrested for shitty little crimes. Because <laughs> it's so bad. Like, just, I mean... Was there really much difference? Did he, do you think he looked at like more of the cleaning equipment there and was like, no, I don't want to get greedy. Just steal the 150, get in and get out. Do you think there's some like old law that says if you steal above a certain amount of industrial equipment, say, you get yeah. tried for like a different length of time? <laughs> Maybe. But the, um, Chris says also that unfortunately for him, his latest offence, which was fairly unsophisticated, saw him leave behind a number of personal items, which directed officers straight to his front door. Not great, I would say. And <clears throat> was one of those personal items £151 by any chance? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Shit, I'm down a pound from the robbery! I'm actually in the negative. It's a net loss. <laughs> I'm so clean, but I'm so poor. <laughs> um, so the stolen equipment has been returned to its rightful order. Um, but I don't know if how dumb do you have to be to leave behind a big bag, a big bag, they say, containing letters bearing your name and your address at the crime scene. Why would you need to bring a letter to a crime scene in the first place. Who's going for a robbery? Balaclava? Check. Black gloves? Check. Do I have the letters to Santa? They're right fucking there. Bring them <laughs> with me just in case. Oh, then we get sent to several dozen children's houses, surely. <laughs> I don't understand how this happens. No, and... Like, you say he's a prolific criminal. What else has he done, yeah. do you know? Um. Pike also admitted another burglary as well as two thefts of property in relation to what police have called a crime spree, during which he stole clothes from a family's washing line and also <laughs> several other minor items. He's a he's a real low risk, low reward kind of criminal. <laughs> if this pays off, we'll be eating for hours. <laughs> Not really years. <laughs> Yeah, we'll be eating tonight. Tonight, <laughs> <laughs> really? That's about it. We ought to have clothes for this evening. That's that's really odd, because that is like the definition of petty theft, I would think. But also, you yeah. know, no one gets charged. Like when, you know, all those action heroes take clothes off a clothesline in the movies, they don't get charged mm. afterwards. Sandman from Spider-Man 3, he did not get charged. Well, he took his own shirt, I believe, didn't he? Oh, 
No, he did, yeah. No, you're right. He stole his own shirt. Still a little bit of a theft. I think he was still trespassing on that property because his <laughs> wife was not happy to see him. Was it? Uh, <laughs> how, many, uh, how many podcasts bring up Spider-Man 3 in this context? <laughs> that many. For a good reason. But what is Malcolm Pike doing in his spare time? <laughs> is he made of sand? We'll come back to you with further details. I, look, I, I can only assume that man is made of sand. <laughs> you can't commit big thefts when you can't even hold anything, Sean. See, it makes sense now that you say it out loud. Once you start thinking of criminals as being made of sand, suddenly it all yeah. comes together. <laughs> and the police are like, you mean like their crime, like their crime family is made of sand? No, no, officer. I mean literally. They're made of sand. Made of, have you ever been to the beach, officer? <laughs> They're made of beach. The, I don't know how you're not fucking picking up what I'm putting down here, officer. <laughs> He's looking around at your officers. This fucking guy. And they're all handcuffed together. Why did you always arrive like that? Did you fly from Brazil? <laughs> this is weird. I have a 35 in my arse, just so you know, officer. <laughs> wink. <laughs> wink, wink. Why don't you go get it? <laughs> but I'm handcuffed to all these officers. <laughs> um, yeah, so this man committed a robbery and left letters that had his name and his address at the crime scene. I think, on the scale of just poor robberies, I think always try not to bring... Always try not to is a double negative. Try not to bring things to a crime scene that have your name on them or your address. Also, try not to commit crimes if you can help it. No, no. I'm, I'm waving my hand away at that one. No. Mostly, no <laughs> names and fingerprints. It's a key lesson here. <laughs> Kids, listen. Listen to me. All of the stories are weirdly tied together this week. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, we're moving on to another piece of weird news that I just think is more just strange than funny, but also... I, I think for the year that did it, it's important to know that 2020 has been a tough year for singles on the dating scene, Sean. It's Absolutely been a tough one. it has. Um, but I have this week, man goes on first date with woman. Positive. Good start. She brings, 20, she brings 23 family members along for the meal. Worrying, I would call it. <laughs> Now, lockdowns and social distancing uh, guidelines have really put a dampener on finding the perfect partner. But things aren't all bad. At least you're not this man in China who went on a first date with a woman who brought along 23 of her relatives. The story begins in the Zhejiang province, where a 29-year-old man who's been having trouble finding love during the pandemic... Jesus, kick him while he's down. Was <laughs> he's also up- got a shit personality. <laughs> he's ugly as fucking sin, this chap. He looks like a foot. Um, was set up on a date by his mother. <laughs> by his mother. Yeah, I love her to say that like, fucking loser. Oh, dickhead. <laughs> you ugly fucking mama's boy. <laughs> um, he was looking forward to the date, as you would be if you were afoot. But arranged to meet her at a restaurant, or and arranged her to meet her at a restaurant for a meal together. So far, so good. When he went to the restaurant... As they had planned, he walked in to find his date had turned up with 23 of her relatives. She said, let's all eat together. Oh. And despite not, re- 
And despite not receiving any advance warning that the party for two had turned into a party for 25, the man sat down and ate with the family for the meal. Okay, props to him for going through with it. Mm, I probably yeah. would have pieced out right then and there. Yeah, I was wondering what your what would your game plan have been? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah. Look, um, I, I don't claim to be a perfect man, Connor, but... Foot. It, <laughs> I'm 90% <laughs> foot, that's correct. <laughs> Were I 100%, then I would be the perfect man. <laughs> Yeah, you would be the life and soul of the party. Oh, very good. Uh, yeah. Can't, can't top that. Um, so <laughs> I think if I walked in and I was expecting a lovely intimate dinner for two after being locked down. Uh, and oh, it's, it's been a few months, like. It's been a few months. You're get, you got lonely, which is natural. And this is your first big date. He's got to be excited and nervous. Yeah, and also, like, your social skills wouldn't be what they used to be, you know. You wouldn't be no. maybe great in large crowds. I certainly wouldn't be. Uh, I scream now. Oh, just like a goose honking at people. Is That's how I go about my day. <laughs> oh, here's Sean. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's a classic. It's a classic move, and so... If I yeah. walked in and I am, I see what I'm imagining is that they're all in single file behind her, and so you look and you just see her at the start, and it's like, oh great, you're ready for the dinner, <laughs> and, and then they all put their arms out at different angles, <laughs> so it looks like she has ninety five arms, and I'm like, what the fuck? But also tell me more, and then <laughs> fucking hell, and then she'd be like, oh, let's all eat together, and I'm like, I don't think they make tables for twenty six. Either she's after bringing 23 family members or she's moving really fast. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Would you think they all just heard that, like, uh, this lady was going out on a date, was going out to a restaurant for the first time since lockdown lifted and everyone just mm. decided, oh, I, that's, I quite like the sound of that as well. You know, I was dying to go to get that Italian. I was absolutely dying. So now I'll join you. We'll all go. <laughs> so, as they ate, you, the table filled up with expensive meals and alcohol, which his date and her family members devoured happily. At the end of the meal, the man was given the bill by restaurant oh, staff. Oh, go fuck yourself. And he, and he was gobsmacked to find that it came to a total of 19,800 uh, 19, yen, which is nearly three grand in US dollars. Excuse me? They made him, they gave him the bill of three grand. And don't tell me he paid it, Connor. Unable to pay the bill, the man snuck out of the restaurant without anyone noticing and returned home. What a hero. Leaving the the woman to foot the bill, which is why we know this story exists. Because, Sean, the woman has come out to give her side of the story. When she realised her date was nowhere to be seen, the woman was reportedly surprised and attempted to contact him to no avail. She then had no choice but to pay for the meal. Asked why she brought her family members with her to the first date, the woman said, I was testing whether the man uh, who might potentially be my boyfriend would be generous enough to pay for all 25 people, including himself and myself. Uh, No. Fuck that. Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> she she went on to insist that she was the victim, Sean, as she ended up having to pay for the meal. Sean, what are your thoughts? 
Uh, fuck me. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, look, and maybe this, maybe I'm in the wrong here, but I don't think you should be lured under false pretenses into spending three grand on a meal for people you've never met before in your life. Yeah, I have no issue with one party um, paying for the meal. No. If there's two of you. <laughs> but yeah. if there's 25 of you, I think he probably wouldn't be as connected to the 24th person down the table than he is to the person beside him. So why am I paying for the 24th person's meal the same as I am paying for yours? Exactly. And why did she think that this was a good idea? <laughs> Because she's lost her social skills due to lockdown, I can only assume. Like that, but that maybe that's it, and maybe just, look, the family's become very close since lockdown. But mm. also, you can't just drop that on someone. That's not fair. No. No, I think this is a case of love gone wrong. I think she did everything right. You have to test if they're willing to pay twenty-five people's dinners. You know, I think the test was whether he sat down at the fucking table after he saw <laughs> yeah, everyone. Yeah. No, but I think you would because you'd be like, I think there's a there's something in us to be like, what the fuck is going on? But I'm just going to smile and just kind of sit down. Yeah, okay. I, th- um, I think you're a better man than me then, because I would, I would genuinely be gone. <laughs> I think I would be like, oh well, maybe they won't join us. Like, maybe they'll move somewhere else. But then when we got to the table and there was 25 chairs, I was like, maybe, um, maybe it's like a family thing. I don't know. I need the bathroom real bad. I'm going to go for 45 minutes. But even, even then, though, 25 people, if everyone pays for what they got, you'd be like, okay. And then you're like, oh, I'll pay for my date. Just that's something nice. But to to pay for all 25, I feel like that is just mental. Yeah, no, like, if if I was handed a bill for... Uh, honestly, I think I'd die, first of all, but then when I was resurrected... <laughs> just, just like, now I'm dead. Now I'm dead. <laughs> See what you did. <laughs> and here's 24 people I'm going to haunt. Here's my last words, honk. <laughs> you brought it back. Yay. No, what I would do, I would say I was going up to pay the bill, I would go up and pay my portion, and then I would write on the remaining... Bill, go fuck yourself and then have it sent back to them. (laughs) Um, So there's, if you're having trouble finding love during all of these lockdowns and everything, just know you cannot be less, um, I think you can't be uh, less fortunate, or you can be less fortunate than this man because he's had a, he's had a tough, a tough old night. He's going to have to go back to the draw board, start swiping right again, see what happens. Yeah, but but now what what she's done there, she's cleverly lowered his bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next person he's gonna date is actually made of sand. Oh oh <laughs> Brought that back too <laughs> Can't eat if you're made of sand. But that also means by our logic she's a criminal. Yeah, no. I will I wouldn't put it past her. So she- <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Look, I'm willing to accuse her of anything. Um, we're moving on to our next piece of news, and that is Florida Man Shot. So, Florida Man uses Kool-Aid packet to steal nearly $1,000 of merchandise. What? T- teach me? What? F- Florida Man is sometimes, maybe he uses what's, you know, up there. Not down there for dancing shot. <laughs> so a Naples man was arrested at... <laughs> 
An Evils man was arrested Sunday after using a Kool-Aid packet to steal nearly $1,000 worth of merchandise from a North Naples Walmart. Bradley Young, 37, was arrested and charged with grand theft and shoplifting after deputies said he hid a Kool-Aid packet in his hand while scanning expensive items so they would ring up as 24 cents at a self-checkout register. Oh, very illegal but very genius. He now, if you were to do that, what would you try to avoid? You would try to avoid big things, like a TV. You wouldn't buy a TV yeah. with a Kool Aid packet. No. no, it would probably come up as a weird situation that there's like that guy just left with a TV, but he paid ten dollars. Yeah, like he tapped his card to pay for it. Yeah. Young used his trick on a $250 scooter, a $120 dual navigation system, and $170 worth of batteries. (laughs) Batteries? $170 worth of batteries? But he paid probably 24 cents per pack of batteries. Yeah, but like, that's a lot of batteries. What are you charging? Yeah, like, if you're getting the 24 packs. Yeah, and, what? like, how much battery-powered items does he have? Does the scooter run on batteries? Um, (laughs) well, it's a $250 scooter. In my head, it's like a child scooter. Oh, like like a Razor scooter. Like, yeah, like, it's a really cool one that you can spit around. Oh, it's a pretty cool scooter. Also, do you ever do the trick? Do you have a scooter growing up? Uh, I'm not a loser Good So yeah uh, Did you ever do the thing Where you, you balance the scooter On it's front wheel And you swing The deck of the scooter Around and jump over it um, No because I always 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 Broke both of my shins This was my next point <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows That's a pain That hits different <laughs> that, that sticks with you for years <laughs> I remember I tried to jump off A go-kart once While it was going backwards Are go-karts Called different things Somewhere what, What's another word A pedal for cart Maybe Pedal cart maybe I was like Facing The opposite way On the back And I tried to jump off While it was going The other way And Momentum I didn't realise Momentum was a thing <laughs> And so I hit the ground And just flew back It just dead <laughs> And <moving>. got, <laughs> Got smashed. <laughs> and look, you never jumped off of a go-kart again, did you, Connor? My brain still hurts. That was your I'll first concussion. You. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we remember it well. <laughs> I mean, I don't. <laughs> well, I don't, but other people have told me it was a fun time. <laughs> yeah, you just fucking hopped yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, the total for the scooter, the dual navigation system, all of the batteries and several other items came out as $24.45. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a hell of a Black Friday deal. <laughs> yeah. The actual total would have been $995, deputy said. That's more. That's certainly more. Yeah. Um, so the man was no stranger to the Walmart, as the loss prevention officer told deputies she was watching Young because she recognised him from August when he tried to walk out with merchandise. According to the officer, Young also grabbed a soda and fan from the store shelves and took them to customer service, where he returned them using a receipt from his phone, totalling a $948 return. So he's actually, he's only really down $14. Yeah, God, that's that's a man who pinches his pennies. 
<laughs> like, how do you think you're going to get away with that? Even if you steal things that... Like, Florida Man is ambitious, but also he loses... He loses the sense of logic halfway through the crime. Because the, the idea to have the Kool-Aid packet is cool, and a smart idea. But then he thinks, I'll buy a fucking scooter. That'll be subtle. Yeah. Like, it, it, it doesn't scale well, you know. Anything that seems more expensive than the Kool-Aid packet is going to, like, flag interest with the people working in the shop. <laughs> yeah, like, a scooter is not even, like, easy to hide. It's going to be strange that the man went to the self-checkout thing for a scooter, by the way. I well, you don't, you don't want that judgmental look when they know you're buying it for yourself. <laughs> yeah, and, and they're like, look at it. No, I think $250 you'll actually get maybe an electric one. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, or like a high-end, like, professional sports scooter. <laughs> he was going to go do some gnarly tricks after this. He's going, Yeah, he's going to grind a rail. Can you do that on a I scooter? Oh, man, we are not cool. He's going to break <laughs> My shins are shins. still sore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Florida man, ambitious, but not subtle enough to get away with it, I don't think. No, but he dreams big. And God love him, you have to respect that. But not only does Florida Man dream big shot, but he also... It is it is a tough time for him these days as well. And so Florida Man also has excuses for why he does bad things these days. Because Florida Man, accused in cocaine bust, was said to only be selling due to COVID. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. so he's... Look... It's a, it's a universal excuse these days. Like, Sean... It's a tough time for us all. Yeah, Sean, why have you just been screaming and honking like a goose? Ah, COVID. <laughs> yeah, you know yourself. So a Florida man accused of selling cocaine to police detectives at least <laughs> three times... Fucking hell. ...told police... ...told police that he was only selling due to the global pandemic in order to make money, it hardly say. Daryl Antonio James Allen... Of Port St. Lucie was arrested. Sorry, sorry. Said, Connor, you've just mentioned a man with four first names. Yeah. Four. Not only, normally we have a phrase here, if they've got three first names, they're nothing but evil. Two first names is evil. Three first names, total devil. Four first names, this man has all of the power of the sun gods. <laughs> I can only assume. I can only assume as well. I can only say, I'm filling gaps here, Sean, the same as yourself. But Darren Antonio James Allen, of 28 of Saint Port St. Lucie, was arrested on Thursday and faces 12 charges, most of which including selling or possessing cocaine, according to the jail. Allen's bail was set at $110,000. Um, according to the county sheriff's office, deputies, uh, detectives sorry, allegedly bought 3.5 grams from Allen on September 29th and September 30th. Uh, for $250 each time at two different convenience stores. The same guys? Like, they got it on the 29th. They're like, we need some more. It's been a day. We've, we, look, we lost it, okay? We put it down. <laughs> we forgot it. where it was. <laughs> and they're like in full gear. No, they turned up in the police car, but they're in like civilian clothes. <laughs> yeah, they got the message wrong. <laughs> um, so detectives said that they bought... Two balls of cocaine on October 8th at another convenience store, according to arrest affidavits. Alan was pulled over by police, police on a traffic stop on Thursday 
and found and they found additional cocaine. This man has so much cocaine he doesn't know what to do with it. It's because of COVID, Connor. Yeah, but sorry, you're right. I need all of it to protect me. A search of his home revealed more small amounts of cocaine and a cutting agent. There in the home. So, according to the arrest affidavit, and this is where Florida man comes into his own, Alan said he was selling drugs due to COVID and to get some money. He stated that it had been it had been a rough couple of months, and he needed the money to get a new PlayStation Five. Oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> what you've done there is you've instantly lost all forms of defence. <laughs> Do you think they were like on his side? Like, ah, oh, oh, it's been a tough couple of months. Maybe he didn't actually mean, I really, really want to get the new Uncharted game, but I'm not fucking getting it for four. No. I have to wait till the fifth one comes out. I need that out. graphical superiority, dude. I'm not a fucking loser, officer. Do I'm I... hardly going to play on the PlayStation 4. Do I look like a pleb? <laughs> And the police officer's like, no, I play on, um, I'm, I'm more of a computer gamer. Oh, you dickhead. You fuck it. You know you're better than me. <laughs> I hate you. Um, what do you think of his logic, though? He was only selling the cocaine because he needed the money for a PlayStation 5. Florida man, he tells it how it is, Sean. Do we, do we um, feel sympathy for this man or maybe he's done wrong? See, where did he get the cocaine to sell? From, um, I can only assume, Sony. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You're telling me he gave money to Sony for cocaine so that he could buy a PlayStation 5 from Sony? I didn't say Florida Man was the smartest cookie. Maybe he's like, we should save some of this cocaine money for a PlayStation. <laughs> How much is the PlayStation 5? Like 500 quid? Yeah, I- something like that. How much is cocaine? <laughs> this man has a lot of cocaine. So, if he's selling this cocaine for $250 each time, how much is he paying for the cocaine in the first place? Because I imagine... I Look, I don't know enough about cocaine markets, but surely it's expensive regardless of how you buy it. <laughs> we are speaking as two men in the know here. But I think... I mean, it's an old-fashioned thing, but Florida man, just save up. Just have a little piggy bank. And every bit of money you were going to spend on cocaine, just stick a fiver in there. Yeah. Just, just for another few months. Every time you think you want a bit of cocaine, dollar in yeah. the bank. Yeah. They're, and you'd soon have loads of dollars because you're fucking riddled with cocaine, I can only assume. Then you'll have all the cocaine you can dream of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Florida Man. Is he just too honest in this problem? I think that's it. I think he's... If he had just, like, held it back a little bit and just left it vague, like, oh, you know, COVID, it's hard times, they would have been like, look, you still can't sell cocaine. And that would yeah. be that. But now, <laughs> he was doing it for selfish reasons. <laughs> yeah. um, so, we're going to finish this week, though, Sean. That, that man, he came up with, like, an excuse. Why I'm doing bad things is because it's a tough time for us all. But this Florida man we're finishing on is just a classic return to Florida man being Florida man. Because I have Florida man called 911, said he was seeing aliens and amongst other claims. And was he seeing aliens amongst other claims? We Look, I'm going to tell you his side of the story. You tell me how you feel. Okay, okay. okay. 
So this is in Indian River County. A 28-year-old man who called 911 dispatchers and told them that he was seeing aliens was jailed on Thursday. James Fluorent told dis- dispatchers he saw little ones flying low to the ground, report show. Florence said he doesn't want to go Independence Day on them. <laughs> well. And, and if you didn't know what that meant, the newspaper article follows that up with referring to the 1996 action film starring Will Smith where aliens invade the earth and eventually blow up the White House, Deputy said. <laughs> but, but the aliens are conveniently defeated. Uh, and so this By man, welcome to Earth. Welcome to Earth. So this man was going to single-handedly defeat the aliens, thereby... By himself. By himself, going all Independence Day on them. And he saw fit to give a warning. <laughs> yeah, he's like, there's little ones flying low to the ground, dispatcher. And I don't want to fucking alarm you, but I do not want to go Independence Day on them. You do not want me to go full fucking mental. Look, officer, you can either cover up the existence of aliens, or you can either cover up the murder of aliens. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you. I'm just the man dishing out the fucking punishments, right? That's all I need. And then he follows that up with, he then began to make pew-pew noises from his mouth as dispatchers could hear him shouting at the aliens to not take his shoes. Oh, God, he's got a weapon. (laughs) And some shoes. So he's on the phone, and he's like, there's little ones flying low to the ground. Officer, you do not want me to go full independence there. Then proceeds to go, pew-pew, do not take my fucking shoes. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're Crocs, they're very easy to remove. Sorry, officer, they're organised. They're they're coming after my laces. It's getting real fucking hairy down here. I'm going to go Will Smith if you are not here within five minutes. Or, okay, goodbye. Or worse, I'll go Goldblum. You don't want me to go Goldblum. <laughs> you don't want that, officer. <laughs> you see that White House? I'm going to do that to all of them. I've got a big laser up there somewhere. I'm, I'm going to go Independence Day 2 resurgence on their ass. Oh, and no. And be so you boring that, that they leave. <laughs> I'm going to turn into Liam Hemsworth somehow. Oh, how did they ruin Liam Hemsworth? <laughs> um, deputies arrested Floyd, um of the 2000 block of 42 place, 42nd place, I should say, on Vero Beach. Place. Everyone. 40 tuned place. That's my favourite number. Um, on a charge of abuse of 911. He was held Thursday at the Indian River County Jail on a $500 bond. However... An Indian River County deputy responded to a suspicious incident about 2am on Thursday. Um, the deputy saw Fluorent, who was telling dispatchers over the phone that he was see- he saw aliens, report show. This is, a, this is the next day. Deputies then said Fluorent previously dialed 911 and said he heard gunshots near 43rd Avenue and 45th Street. Fluorent called deputies again and said he stole tape... And off insect repellent spray from Family Dollar, in his own words, a while back, <laughs> report show. How far? He's just confessing at this point. <laughs> he's, he's just on the phone and he's paid for a good deal with the phone company. And he's like, I've got a thousand minutes. I'm going to fucking use them here. Right? <laughs> I get all these free emergency is- calls. <laughs> so, officer, there's aliens. You don't want me to kill them. And then he hangs up and he's like, ah... I'll ring them back. I didn't get it. There's three good shots. I've just heard good shots across the way. No, hang up again. 
Yeah. You know, a little while back, um, <laughs> I stole off insect repellent spray from a family dollar. Just so you know, just off the top of my head. You'd be, you want to come down and hang out? No, <laughs> just okay. If you were looking for that guy, it's me. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He thinks he's some criminal genius. He then proceeded to call the deputies again, saying that he had come across a treasure map in a dumpster and was afraid that the aliens would see what it said. <laughs> what did? What does it say? <laughs> How out of it do you have to be to be like? I found a treasure map, but I don't want the aliens to see it. I need fucking police protection. Get down here. Put me in witness protection. <laughs> stating, he w- <laughs> stating he wanted to be picked up and brought to a safe house. <laughs> <laughs> but not before going Independence Day on them. Officer, I don't want to fucking alarm you, but I know where a treasure map is. I need to be brought to a safe house. I cannot trust these aliens. They seem to have ulterior motives that do not line up with what I want. So what you're telling me is that this man is the only one who knows the location of that treasure. I do. That is what I'm saying to you, yes. Unless he is maybe on a lot of drugs and making up the whole story. You know what? Now that you say it, Connor, I think you might be right. I have just read the last line of this sentence and you... Could not have predicted how this whole ordeal finished. Because finally, after several more minutes, he called again. Finally stating that he had come to his senses after seeing an old woman in the street. And then he hung up the phone. (laughs) Oh no, she killed him. She put him down. (laughs) No, the old woman was Will Smith dressed up. (laughs) Oh no, it's Will Smith. (laughs) Welcome to Earth. (laughs) She pulls off like a Mission Impossible mask. It's Will Smith. (laughs) And he's like, play undercover, man. It's come to your senses. These aliens, we can't let them know. Hang up the phone. (laughs) They're going to know. It is not known if deputies found any evidence of any shootings, aliens, or treasure maps at the scene. The amount of time between the phone calls was also not listed in Florence's arrest report. But it's possible that it was minutes. Could have been minutes, yes. What do you think of this Florida man? Is he maybe... The smartest among us. He's seeing things a lot, lot, lot of people are seeing these days. Uh, maybe he's seeing... He's certainly seeing something, okay? <laughs> he had bought the cocaine from the other guy. Oh, do you think that's it? Do you think they're friends and that? Oh, I, I can only assume. And so the, like... I, I don't know. Uh, the PS5 looks like a spaceship... And maybe he saw a billboard for a PS5. In the little ones flying low to the ground, is he talking about children? Did he see a bus? (laughs) No, not the big one. But no, like kids in a bus. Like, oh, right, right, right. Oh yeah, no, that that could be true. And he just like forgot the bus, like the bus outline, and just focused on the children. Yeah, he could see through metal at that point. And at that point, he could see through a lot of things, I can only assume. Time, uh, yeah. But, time mostly. Um, but yeah, Florida Man, he's seeing things. He's he's trying to help the deputies. He's getting to the crimes before they're committed. He's telling us about the aliens. He's telling us he found um, a treasure map. He also... Now look, he's not perfect. He stole some repellent spray a little while back. But let's forgive him for that. that- but he needs to be brought to a safe house. 
<laughs> he needs to be protected for national security. <laughs> for national security! And then, suddenly, he's kind of calm then, because he's seen an old woman in the street, and then hung up the phone. He's just filled with peace, suddenly. <laughs> it was his granny. I just seen my gram-gram. She seems pretty cool. I, okay, bye. I can't commit crimes when granny's watching. <laughs> um, so that is it for this week's Weird News Wednesday, Sean. What a week. That was... There was a series of people getting into scrapes with the law, really, wasn't it? Yeah, a lot of people doing uh, terrible, terrible things. And a lot of them were innocent. Uh, I'm not sure they were all innocent. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that that yeah. man stuffing money into his pants, I don't think... Innocent as fuck. Innocent as the day he was born. Uh, no. <laughs> Hard no on that one, Connor. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, this, one, this week was a weird week, so... Uh, I, I'm glad we got through it, and we can move on to Hero Zero on Friday. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's a strange time indeed. Um, mm. Shall I take us out, Connor? Yes, please. Excellent. Well, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we will be back, as Connor said, on Friday with Hero or Zero. Monday with an episode of Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday back with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Uh, big, huge, massive thank you goes out to everyone who supports us over on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Uh, thanks to our patrons Waffles Williams, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Ray Ging, Roisin Halley, Ryan Evanson, Sean Jamieson, Dominic and Josiah Green. Thank you all so, so much for your continued support. It does, it helps so much uh, just in the production of the podcast and helps keep us going. And it's also great to see the like the interaction week on week. It's just really nice and heartwarming to see. Um, mm. Now, if you want to join those fine people, as I said, there's a link in the description to our Patreon. But the best way anyone can support the show is there's two things you can do. You can leave a like and a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. That helps us get in front of more people. And then you can also um, uh, tell one human being that we exist. And I will say apologies if... uh the energy or maybe my mood was a bit different this week. We'll be back to the same old usual weird news next week. I can hope. Yeah, yeah. But I I, I, I thought this was a good episode for what it's worth. I, I had... <laughs> Nobody cares about you, Sean. Oh, sorry, sorry. We're looking for, we're looking for reviews. I would just give it... A, I'd give it a solid two stars out of uh, two. Two stars out of two. Fucking unreal, boy. <laughs> um, so yeah I've been Connor Lawler I've been Sean Mead I'll see you next week guys bye bye hey it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out Quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.